This is the Owens Recovery Science Podcast. All right, welcome back to another Owens Recovery Science Podcast. I'm Johnny Owens here with the one and only Kyle Kimbrell as usual. Kyle, what's up, man? I thought you were going to introduce me as the man, the myth, the legend this time, Johnny. No, no. I thought we had agreed upon it. I barely introduce you as the man. (laughs) (laughs) You can work on Uh, the other titles later on. uh, We're we're, we're T-minus five seconds into the podcast. Johnny's already gotten one shot at me. Oh, man, I'm I'm ready. I got a lot ready for you today. Cool. So this is going to be a really badass podcast because it's about something I'm very excited about. And, And it's it's got some BFR angle to it. And, you know, we always are going to bring that angle to it, but it's, but it's about this new technology that that's amazing. And so, um, you know, Kyle, I always get this question, like what's other technology that you guys are seeing, you know, either from the military standpoint or, you know, we're working with all the teams or we're all around these fancy facilities. What, what new technology are you seeing out there? You know, shameless plug, I have a paper of how new technologies help in physical therapy. It was out last year in current re- reviews of musculoskeletal medicine. So you could just read that. Um, but there's also um, something that, that we're partnered with now. I'm an external advisor. Um, we, got a, we got a really nice seven-figure DOD grant to study BFR and ACLs. And this technology is something we're going to be using as one of our main objective measures. And, and so, you know, MRIs, Kyle. You've had an MRI before? Actually, no, never have. Have Oh yeah, you've been fortunate. You're not an athlete. I forgot. So, um, so MRIs. I was not a pitcher. Uh, (laughs) MRIs. They always kind of feel like you could get more from them. You know, you 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 sit there forever. It clanks all this noise, and and then you get done, and you get this black and white kind of 2D analysis. So, you know what I always say, Kyle? Um, How does it work above the cuff? Don't you hate when people say that? My dad would always do that. So, you know, what I always say, and I'm like, I don't freaking know. You, you're the one talking. No idea what like, you always ah, say. I'm going to ask your teenage daughter. A, you can't beat a clean rug. Like, what the hell does that even mean? And why did you just say it? Why are you making a big guess? I can tell you so, what my dad always says. He used to say, well, Kyle. Why the hell did I have a daughter? No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, he said, what does he say? it's better to be pissed off than pissed on okay and on that that's, note um, that's very true you know <laughs> it's true some people might disagree they're weird so anyways um let's get back to this so mris you, you get this black and white 2d analysis yeah. you know in the military we could order mris as therapists and and we would get them and interpret them or we could just interpret them i could tell you if you tore your acl that's about it but then what about the muscle you know we never really got a lot about the muscle. When we do research and we use MRIs, trying to get a musculoskeletal radiologist that will measure muscle cross-sectional area for us um, is, is pretty much next to impossible lots of times. And so that's where this technology comes in. It's called Springbok, S-P-R-I-N-G-B-O-K. It's, it's badass that they've been working on this for years. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna let the, the head guys here talk about that, um, but it's, it's out now, it's available for everyone to use. We're already seeing it used quite a bit in the professional world. We used it with Alex Smith, if anyone saw that piece. Um, and, and so without further ado from Springbok, I'd like to introduce Joe Hart, who's one of the co-founders and Scott McGargy, who is the CEO of Springbok. What's up, fellas? Hey, hey, thanks for having us here today. Yeah, sorry about the intro there. I had, to, I, had to, I had to get on Kyle a little bit. 
So um, you guys are up in Virginia. Joe, will you give me a little bit of, tell us your bio? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm one of the co-founders and currently serve as an advisor to Springbok Analytics. Uh, my background is actually as a, um, an athletic trainer um, uh, as, uh, in training. And um, uh, I'm a PhD now and a professor of kinesiology at the University of Virginia and the director of clinical research for UVA orthopedics. I study lower body injuries, specifically knee injuries and ACL and, and how uh, patients recover uh, and get back to being physically active uh, and back to their sports. Nice, man. That's also, I don't know, you're an AT as well. That's, that's cool. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. Scott, how about you? Background. Yeah, I appreciate it. Johnny and uh, Kyle, first of all, I, I've learned a, a ton of new phrases. Um, so I, I appreciate that. Um, it's, it's already been educational for me. Uh, so um, getting more out of this that I'm going to give to the, the audience here, but uh, I am the CEO of Springbok. Uh, joined it a couple years ago. My background is really in um, commercializing um, some early stage digital health technologies and uh, got really excited about Springbok having seen kind of the space uh, from from what Joe and Sylvia and Craig uh, built with this technology. And, and so kind of our mission is to, to get this out into the, the um, masses of and many def- demographics with respect to kind of improving the, the personalized care and, and precision medicine approach. So what is, what is Springbok? Let's just jump right into it. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Joe, you want to give us the history of that? Absolutely. So the, the technology started as, as, a, um, as a research project to help uh, kind of model uh, the muscles and tendons of children with cerebral palsy uh, to help surgeons. The, the original objective was to help surgeons uh, plan for tendon lengthening uh, procedures. It soon evolved to, um, to other uh, um, injury models, uh, knee osteoarthritis, for, for example, patients who were undergoing surgical procedures for um, you know, chondroplasties or other types of debridement lavage procedures that were really kind of, you know, in some ways, uh, exploratory in nature. So we, we kind of decided to do this technology to, to you know, really um, encourage surgeons and, their, and, and, and patients and their health care teams uh, to, to really pay a lot more attention to, to muscle as a, as a recovery mode, uh, or as, as a target for, for, for recovery. Um, so uh, the, the, the scans that we, that we did back then are, the, are very similar in, in, in nature to the scans that we're doing now. The problem was, um, in order to, to go from a 2D black and white image to a 3D color model, it took you know, I mean, 55 to 60 hours of, of manual you know, segmentation and you know, a lot of frustrated medical students and graduate students that are still not talking to us now um, yeah. <laughs> were, 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 were kind of behind this, this initial work. And that really wasn't useful for, uh, for the patient or their healthcare teams to say, hey, let's scan today and we'll give you a result a month from now. So the technology that we've developed is a way that, uh, you know, that, that leverages um, um, artificial intelligence uh, to basically do that work in seconds. So we can scan you now and in less than an hour from now, you can have a full report. I mean, every bit of that data that comes from the MR scan is being used uh, to, to help inform decisions and uh, to help drive um, the care, you know, and it's funny that our, our you know, s- s- soon after, you know, when, when I when I got involved early and we were doing this work in orthopedics, 
um, we kind of pivoted quickly to uh, to a sports medicine story to look at athletes. It's a huge market, and you know, athletes are so susceptible to injury because they they're in in, in, in kind of a at risk environment, you know, day in and day out. So we we initially pivoted to um, to tell a injury prevention story, a and then a um, you know performance enhancement story as well as uh, recovery from injury. Uh, so we started scanning um, uh, our the track team at UVA, which is really where we started, and that's where it got super interesting for us because because now we started to develop an understanding about how muscle volumes were distributed in the lower extremity. Uh, that made an athlete an athlete, that made a, a human, an otherwise healthy 18 to 22 year old, a, a superhuman runner. You know, so we started studying these, these like really successful, fast people and, and, and kind of you know, developed an understanding of like, a, like a, an athlete phenotype, like where muscles needed to be bigger and where muscles needed to be smaller that differentiated a typical person to a an athletic person. Uh, so that's kind of where our, our technology started. And, and from then we've kind of have all these different applications to, you know, basketball and, and football and, and professional sports. So the weekend warriors and, and, and obviously injury and rehabilitation models also. So yeah, that's kind of a quick run through our, our, our story and kind of uh, where, where we started. And so essentially just a standard MRI scan, you know, so if, if we're going to describe to a patient what they need to do, they go get an MR um, and, and you can take, what was done in that MR, and, and if they upload it to your system, we're going to get this elaborate scan back. That's right. A very detailed muscle by muscle. Every muscle that that, that is scanned is individually segmented, and um, and data is provided about the volume, size, and shape of that particular muscle in relation to the opposite side, and in relation to our kind of normative and reference uh, data sets. So you can kind of see where a person who scanned can see where they sit, they, where, they, where, where they sit compared to themselves, side to side symmetry, and also where they, where they sit on a, on a spectrum of, of how big a muscle would be based on how tall and, and heavy that person is. Yeah, it's super cool. Everyone that we've sent to you guys or feedback we've got, when you see the scan, you're just like, wow, this, that's freaking cool. Because it, it's a, a 3D body. You know, it's the, it's the actual person's limbs. You know, if you know the patient, you know, like Alex is like, yep, I know that leg. Um, you know, you, you know that, that person. And then it's so easy to read. You know, it's, it's color coded. So you have the, can you kind of go into that, what, what the different colors of the muscle mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. So we, we provide this kind of uh, color key uh, for each of our Springbox scans that ranges from um, kind of a very rich red color, which, which, we, which means smaller than normal or smaller than the opposite side to a very rich blue color, which means larger um, than, than normal or, or uh, larger than the, than the opposite side. It gives you a range of, of a muscle that's, that's atrophied due to injury on, on the red side of the scale to something that's you know hypertrophied or, or larger than normal or overdeveloped, which is on the blue side of the scale. And there's and there's shades of of um, of uh, blue and red on each side of the scale that gives a, a fairly precise indicator of of where each muscle sits on on that spectrum of symmetry or in relation to um, to other reference uh, data sets. And those data sets can be referenced based on a kind of a healthy normative set or like a specialized yeah. set. So you can see where your muscles sit compared to all the fastest runners in our data set or highest jumpers in our data set. Yeah, and, and also I guess from an injury side, you know, I, I got a scan from you guys, it was on an NBA player 
Um, and, and it was a hamstring injury and, and there was still this, this fibrotic area in there. And so are there, are there other things that you're, you're picking up, you know, um, we're going to be working on picking up bone, fatty infiltrate, things like that. Fibrosis. Yeah. All of that. Um, Scott, did you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. So um, we're, we're actually, it's, it's, it's great to, to watch our uh, engineers to kind of really ring the, the sponge uh, and get all the value we can out of these MRIs. And so we've, we've got this muscle volume um, score down um, very well. And we're gonna now taking some uh, fat mass muscle measurements um, of the lower extremities to, to pair that with uh, the muscle volume scores. Um, we're also doing uh, fatty infiltrate um, in, the, in the rotator cuff shoulder, uh, Space and then uh, and now taking the uh, lumbar spine and the multifidus in particular and, and taking a look at some um, the, some fat infiltrate there um, and, and so that's a that's kind of a very easy quick add-on to our service uh, where we're going to do something on on a longer term basis is with respect to um, essentially measuring the the tendon volume and being able to to take a look at that along with the muscle and the fat uh, measurements. So that, that'll be a really significant um, piece of the puzzle that, that we'll be able to add here in the, in the coming quarters. And so I, you know, I definitely know the difference and how, you know, kind of sensitive we can get with this, but if someone says, well, what makes this different than something like a DEXA? Have you guys got that question before? Yeah, uh, yeah no, we get it a lot. Uh, no, no, totally. And I think that um, uh, the, the, the MR scan is, is, is really the gold standard of looking at, at every tissue in, in the body. And from, from a muscle perspective, it's really uh, from, again, I'm, I'm not an MR imaging expert, um, but it, it, it's very clear to me that, that the MR is the best at looking at each individual muscle uh, which kind of enables our, our platform to give the most precise information uh, possible. And really anything that, that uh, I mean, MR sequences can be, can be modified to look at different tissues. So really anything that, 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 uh, that can be visualized in a, in a 2D image, we can train our algorithms to, to kind of segment into a 3D model. That's kind of what Scott was talking about. You know, uh, tendon, fatty infiltration, scar tissue, fibrosis, and healthy muscle yeah. tissue are all kind of on our, on our radar. It's crazy too, um, you know, I thought I had the most brilliant eyes and hands in the world. Um, they're not as good as, as this damn AI stuff out there. Cause you know, we had one of our Paralympians and we were looking expert. at her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were, we, you know, a, a Paralympian scan and, and, you know, we start peeling away the muscle and looking at these asymmetries she had there, there were muscle groups in there that, that we just thought were not an issue at all and, and could be explaining maybe some of the issues that she was having. Um, and, and it's something you're never going to pick up, you know, and some of these muscles are very hard to even do a manual muscle test on or something like that. So um, it's, that was a, that was a very kind of cool and eye-opening thing to see as well. Well, and I think that to, from, from my perspective or from our perspective, it's really fascinating to, to deliver one of these reports and, and in particular the, the uh, athlete you were talking about, Johnny, um, and watching the care team, yourself, Dr. Alderetti, um, others, be able to know the history of, of that particular athlete and, um, and see kind of objectively what's going on with the musculature 
based upon the Springbok analysis, uh, and talk through um, kind of what adjustments might be able to be made or what uh, what things you're you're seeing that um, maybe couldn't get with your magic hands or or uh, uh, you know observational techniques. And so I think that um, it, it really is um, it, it's really fascinating, but also kind of really exciting to, to watch you as experts when we put this um, you know information in your hands to be able to to, to see how it's going to uh, modify the way you you take care of of athletes patients whomever the only problem is the damn dod and the bureaucracy took so long to get us that scan back that uh <laughs> she was already over in the olympics by the time we're reading it so yeah anyways, she, she well if she's job. if she's listening i would love to get her another scan shortly so. yeah I, I bet we will cool yeah and, and you know what also is you know your money's where your mouth is this is being used um and, and this is very similar to us we we want to do research and, and see how this can help with research and so you bastards y'all beat us out for the nfl hamstring grant come on i mean we had we had every sec <laughs> team but one well, i didn't realize that was y'all y'all were on that oh. yeah dude so yeah oh. we got a full proposal and they're like full no, circle we here we are money to this one group we're like all the money you couldn't share a little bit with us. So anyways, um, congratulations. And that's why we brought y'all in for our DOD um, study. Cause you know, if you can't beat them now, you're going to join them. But just y'all want to talk about that a little bit um, as much as you can of, of what you got with the NFL hamstring study. Absolutely. And, and Joe, I'll have you weigh in on the uh, kind of the collection aspect of it, but you know, essentially um, it's a, uh, it's a collaboration between um, Brian Heiderscheid up at the University of Wisconsin um, and his his lab and David Opar at, at Australian Catholic University and the, the Sprint Lab there and and then Springbok through Sylvia Blumker um, the kind of the, the three PIs on that and, and essentially what we're doing is we're um, or the team is is going to um, take all the money that that Johnny thought he was going to get and um, and do the biggest hamstring injury study of its kind ever conducted and, and, and essentially gathering um, baseline information uh, from a Springbok scan of the rosters, full rosters of four uh, D1 Power 5 uh, football teams and, um, and then comparing that with some of the, the functional and, and movement metrics of IMUs and, and the like and then um, doing that preseason and then uh, during the season when one of these athletes gets a, a hamstring injury, um, going back in and, and doing some of those same measurements um, to, to see kind of what has changed because the thing that the, the NFL is, uh, is putting a lot of money into this effort to be able to kind of see if they can identify um, or if there is some technology or science out there that can identify kind of who is at risk of a hamstring injury um, rather than just relying upon a history of hamstring injury to, to predict um, that. And so, um, you know, Joe has been wearing his, his uh, academic hat. He's, he's been instrumental in, in getting that uh, one of the sites set up for us for that. So, yeah, this will be a this will be a great project, kind of a um, an intersection between between um, uh, a team of, of very talented engineers and clinicians, 
uh, uh, and a collaboration among uh, some very talented healthcare teams uh, to collect information from um, you know as many you know American football players as we can that will feed into uh, these you know um, algorithms to help um, you know predict injuries, help us un um, understand who's at risk for for an initial injury and for a re-injury. Definitely excited to be a part of this and to use our technology as a, as kind of a as a you know as a part of that um, you know model. Yeah. It I mean, like you said, the biggest hamstring study that, that we know of um, definitely has a lot of money and a, and a lot of high profile behind it. I see how you got the grant now. You know, you just you got the big name hamstring guru researchers out there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I can't wait to see that. And, and so I think that's what's really cool is, you know, we've discussed this a lot, Scott, is you know, ways that we can be using this from a predictive, you know, you know get get pre-injury type of measurements on people and and, and see if there's something we need to work on to the other side, you know, our ACL study, um, after you tear your ACL, we'll, we'll get a Springbok on you so we can see exactly what's going on with all the muscles. I mean, maybe that'll even tell us something if we see a trend of, of what's happening in these people that are tearing. Um, and then using Springboks at multiple time points, all the way up to a year out, just to see if our interventions are, are moving that needle. So um, I think from that injury rehab to potential predictive to potential um, clear to return to play are, are just like huge, huge things with this. So um, obviously we do blood flow restriction and we think blood flow restriction um, is, is key for the muscle. And, and getting muscle back or slowing the loss of muscle. And so, you know, Scott, we kind of met up through Robin West, um, who's, who's up there in, in Nova and with the Nationals. And, and she thought we would be kind of a good fit. And that's kind of how I came on. Have, do you guys have any thoughts on, you know, our kind of collaboration and partnerships with blood flow restriction and Springbok? Yeah, absolutely, um, Giant. And um, I, I think that kind of where it comes down to is, that um, uh, the whole world, understandably, of healthcare is, is shifting to um, tapping into objective measurements of, of whatever it is to, to really personalize and individualize the care of patients at, at kind of in any demographic, at, at any use case or condition or whatever. And so I think that what's again, kind of most interesting to me about our our partnership with ORS is that you're you're looking at this the same way that we have and are do are doing. And so um, I think that um, you're you're kind of heavily relying upon technology to to be able to um, inform decisions um, that clinicians can make uh, um, kind of not to replace the human element of it, but but really just to make, the humans smarter in this space, and so I think that um, we're always looking to to partner with um, other like-minded organizations that kind of take the same objective approach um, and and move it away from the subjective into that into that world. So it, when when Robin introduced us, and um, and then we talked to Dr. Alderetti and Dr. Sheehan down at um, CFI and BAMC, uh we really jumped at the chance to um, kind of partner with uh, and align our brand with, with something that's taking the same approach that we are. Perfect. Well, we talked a lot about the lower extremity. Can we do 
shoulder upper extremity at this point with Springbok? We are headed there um, as, as, as quickly as we can. Actually, we just uh, were awarded um, a NIH grant to study um, um, uh, rotator cuff tears. Uh, so we're currently developing uh, models to um, to uh, to study you know, muscle volumes in the rotator cuff in patients who have suffered from labral tears to uh, rotator cuff tears to uh, total shoulder uh, total shoulder arthroplasties. So kind of this 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 continuum of of muscle volume and atrophy, as well as fatty infiltration, and how that um, kind of impacts the um, the surgical decision making, as well as the um, the you know rehabilitation process and long term outcomes after uh, procedures that are intended to to help restore you know shoulder joint function. I um, you know, after that we'll 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 continue to work on on the upper body. Our, our goal is obviously to have you know every muscle in the body um, you know able to be scanned and, and segmented with our with our um, with our software algorithms, and we're we're headed that way. And I, and I would add um, on the, the shoulder piece in particular, the, the two things that are uh, pretty interesting, compelling um, for that application is that, you know, we are set up now to be able to, to start research projects um, with, with that um, application so that we have our AI and our machine learning algorithms trained to be able to, to auto segment uh, that, that um, area of the body and, and those MRIs and then the other piece that's, that's, you know, a big um, value add or aspect to that is that we can take MRIs that are gathered in the, the traditional clinical workflow and, and turn those into those three-dimensional visualizations of, of muscle volume and fat infiltration. Um, so they're not needing to get a kind of a, a spring box scan under our protocols. We can, we can do it from ones that are already being acquired as part of the clinical workflow. Even an old one? Could you grab an old Absolutely. MRI? Nice. Yeah. Yep. And, that, and that's what we're doing to, to really train the algorithms. Um, we're, we're taking a, we're getting a lot from um, uh, the, you know, the BAMSI program and Dr. Sheehan's program down there. And we're getting a lot from University of Virginia um, orthopedics to be able to um, to do a retrospective look at um, those images, fat infiltration, muscle volume, and, and then taking a look at some PROs and, and some of the outcomes that have come from those cases, as well as um, some of the pre-surgical scoring, like the Gatelier score, and, and seeing kind of how our objective view measures up with some of the, you know, the previous scores. Very cool. Yeah, I forgot Andy was getting you all those retro discs to, to look at. That's awesome. So where, you know, potentially going in, in other avenues with this. So, you know, we've been seeing it used in the sports world and with service members. But, you know, you guys started with CP, UC populations that could really be beneficial, sarcopenia, things like that. Yeah, totally. You know, um, I think really, really any you know, condition where, where a person is, an individual is um, either, you know, looking for a personalized way to, to improve their, you know, athletic output or performance in, in any way to um, any person who's really suffering from, from a you know, chronic joint or muscle injury um, where they, you know, want to 
really have a kind of, you know, again, a personalized, individualized care plan um, based on the most precise data uh, to kind of give them the best chance of, you know, really taking advantage of the, the most current therapies and kind of avoiding risky procedures like, like, like surgeries. I mean, there, there's so many conditions out there that I think can be, can be addressed with, uh, with, you know, um, muscle strengthening and rehabilitation and, and other types of, of, um, of physical training uh, that, you know, but it's, it's challenging because the, the technology to, to assess muscles is, is, is really a current course. Uh, when you when you use you know um, you know functional maneuvers or or even you know um, strength testing through dynamometry like through a, through, a, through an isokinetic or isometric machine, um, this technology really gives a a you know the most individualized and precise way to to identify each muscle impairment to give a, a truly impairment based um, plan. And, and one example of that, like I, I study a lot of patients with. With, with knee problems and, and specifically uh, anterior knee pain. So, which is, you know, a, a, a problem that, that seems to really resist most therapies that, that, that um, healthcare providers try to throw at it. Um, and it's, it's kind of upsetting because patients are suffering and they just can't seem to get, to, to get better. Um, so one example is like, you know, uh, some, some patients with, with anterior knee pain may suffer from an imbalance from the from the you know medial side to the lateral side of their quadriceps, but but again, if they if they know that that's a, a problem that they're that they're facing, they can they can identify it, and they and and their their healthcare team can can target it um, uh, with uh, with evidence based therapies. So um, you know uh, low back pain, we talked about shoulder rotator cuff. Uh, we're working with um, with uh, UV orthopedics also, and one of their hip surgeons to identify ways to to better um, you know, kind of profile uh, patients with um, femoral acetabular impingement syndrome and how muscle volumes of the deep hip rotators play into, yeah. um, you know, again, planning and, and rehab because there's no way to measure those. I mean, yeah, you know, well, so, that's, that's some of those we were seeing, you know, when we looked at our Paralympian as, as well as these other scans, just seeing those, those deep hip ones was, was can be very interesting. Well, and anterior knee pain, all you gotta do is get the hip strong. Right. Yeah. I was gonna say, right. on the west coast we just we treat the hip johnny i don't know if i don't know if that's the yeah. way it is the rest uh, of the u.s yeah bfr baby get we, it on their quad <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay um and by the way kyle thanks for chiming in finally you've been asking oh, great no, questions was, this whole time i was just sitting here listening to you guys talking enjoying the, so, enjoying the morning i got a patient and i want a spring box scan what 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 do i do you know, for one, they can contact you guys, springbok.com. But can you kind of take us through the process? So uh, springbokanalytics.com is our, is our website. Uh, yeah, and for sure, check out the website and, and see all of our prior research and, and cool pictures. And um, I think there's a really good picture of Scott up there that uh, shows how good looking he is. <laughs> Joe, Joe, were you involved in picking the name Springbok? Actually, yeah. So at, at the time, get there. So we so a good question. So we were actually um, when we first uh, formed the company, uh, it was kind of like naming one of our kids. It was like we we're having arguments about it, about what to name. You know, it's like it's like there's some permanence in that. So at the time, we had just finished our initial study on the track athletes. So we were 
our, we, our, 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 our mindset was in speed and sprinting. So Springbok okay. is a fast animal, a fast, fast animal. land animal. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we named it Springbok after the little you know, nice. antelope looking thing. <laughs> I, I, I was telling Johnny, when I first heard the name, I have some very good friends that are from South Africa. And the Springbok is the mascot for their rugby team. Rugby, and, yeah. uh, and, and every year, like as a special occasion at certain events, they will give Springbok shots. So we'll have to have Springbok shots one of these days. Right. And nice. It's like nice. some kind of minty thing. So there's a shot. Absolutely. It's yeah, also a puzzle first... company, too. It's like a. Oh, really? Like a, I think I've and seen coffee. puzzle companies. Interesting. Wow. We were gonna name it. We were gonna name it Hearts Recovery Science, but like that sounded like a stupid name. So we yeah, that, that sounds like you got an ego, and <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it's all about you. <laughs> the best part about that whole thing is Johnny's like trigger word is recovery, and it's yeah. in the name of his company. <laughs> yeah, like, we, we used a company to pick our name. It was a branding yeah. company, so yeah, it was. They came to me, and I was like, seriously, that's it? My last name. <laughs> recovery science but, <laughs> all right how much, how much do we pay you guys yeah, yeah exactly okay um, so yeah just getting back to that question on if yeah. i'm going to send a patient um that do you have to have a special radiologist site or something like that or, or how would you go through this well so i mean it, you know it would it would entail at least in these early days reaching out to us to to be able to to see where we are working with some imaging partners around the country so we do have imaging partners in in different places um so we can you know essentially turn any mri into a 3d visualization what i i do want to emphasize though is, is that we we can't we're not extrapolating anything we're staying true to the science we're not being able to magically turn a, an mri of a knee into a bilateral full lower extremity um 3d model it's it's really kind of whatever has been captured um, axially, not uh, sagittally or coronally, um, we can turn those into that to that 3D model. But um, it, it really would be best to just reach out to us and um, be able to kind of talk through this. And and truly, really at this point, and and probably for certainly for the foreseeable future, we're really going to be a a B2B um, solution and not a direct to consumer um, product where we're 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 working with you as the experts um, and, and the, the people who are taking care of the patients, not directly with the patients. We're, we're really Switzerland when it comes to kind of the analysis we're doing and, and, and giving it, giving you another piece of the jigsaw puzzle to, to be able to figure out with the individual. So you want me to modify the show notes, remove your home address where I told people to mail their MRIs to Scott. Is that what you're <laughs> Yeah, 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 yes, absolutely. <laughs> Please, yeah. I did, I did, I did just recently tell tell our website designer to take my cell phone number off of the, uh, <laughs> the website. So that was good. So, so I shouldn't oh, tweet it out. I'll, 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 I'll rescind my tweet just now. Oh man, call my phone. Uh, well, fellas, it's badass technology. Um, so so glad that we're uh, working with you guys and, and partnered and um, anyone who 
who's kind of still, you know, kind of confused of what it is or what it looks like, definitely go to their website, springbokanalytics.com, not springbok.com because that'll probably take you to the rugby team. Um, and yeah. so you can see um, some of the images of what their tech's like. And um, I, I would encourage folks to reach out to you guys. Congrats on this. Thank you very much. Any last things you guys want to add or anything? Uh, I guess the only thing I would add, uh, Johnny and Kyle, well, first of all, unbelievably, thank you for the time for, for this. Um, but we're, we actually are really excited about kind of where we can take this with um, BFR and, and expand the, the application, not only to the, the muscle um, measurements and things like that, but, but as Johnny and you and I were talking offline about um, as we kind of build this out for the, the measurement of tendons, uh, we'd love to jump into some BFR studies with respect to, to tendons, whether that's around hamstrings or Achilles or um, anything that, that would benefit from that kind of approach. So um, we really do think that the kind of the sky's the limit with, with kind of pushing the envelope on, on the, all these types of analyses. Yeah, yeah, we definitely want to go there. I, I, I would add, I, I think that the, just the images that you guys are giving out from just the patient side of things, um, the ability to kind of physically see what is going on within your limb is a pretty powerful thing for, for a patient to be able to see. Because too often it's just like us in the room, like here's a model of the knee and this is, you know, and, you know, to actually see like, this is my muscle. Um, and this is what it looks like on the other side that doesn't hurt or whatever, or, or this is what it looks like compared to um, some normative data, someone my age, my height, et cetera. That, I think that's very powerful um, and will really help with the, the buy-in side of things for sure. So I, I think that's really, really unique and really, really cool and something I'm excited to, to see get to market you know, a little bit more. We've seen it, man. You get 100% buy-in. You know, even yeah. these big pro guys, you know, nah, I'm not, I'm not weak in my quad. Like, dude, look at it on this yeah. image. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so. that's cool. Awesome. All right. Thanks, fellas. Um, everyone go check out their website, springbokanalytics.com. And uh, thanks for joining us. If you guys want to learn more about blood flow restriction, go to orangecoverycience.com. If you want to get certified, you're not certified, check out our Get Certified. We have courses going all over the world right now. Just finished a big one in Italy yeah. and, and everywhere else. I get to one, go to like Green in Bay and Arkansas, and these guys are all in freaking Barcelona and New York. And anyways, thanks, everyone. We'll see you guys uh, next time. Thanks for listening to the Owens Recovery Science Podcast. Owens Recovery Science is a single source for PTs, OTs, ATCs, DCs, MDs, and other medical professionals seeking certification in personalized blood flow restriction rehabilitation training. Find them online at owensrecoveryscience.com.